Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, guys? We got TJ from Florida here in Atlanta today. We are at the Synced Live event. TJ has been on the program before. He is uh, dual careers in, in landscaping and also uh, doing fire services or paramedics or what? Uh, both, yeah. No, okay. I've, I've been in the fire service for uh, coming on my 23rd year. Uh, I'm a captain paramedic in Destin, Florida. So most people from the Atlanta area know where Destin is. That's where the, That's the popular the, vacation spot for yeah, Georgians. Yeah, it's got the beautiful uh, white sandy beaches. So yeah, Emerald yeah, Coast. Yep, yep, Emerald Coast. That's our hashtag. How far? do you live from the beach? Uh, I'm about 30 minutes to the north. So I'm in a town called Crestview, Florida. That's our home base. Yeah. Yeah. We're based out of Crestview, Florida. Gary. Yeah. Hey, Gary. You don't know who Gary is. (laughs) He's Uh, a... uh, Is he a groupie? (laughs) He is a uh, big shot at site one. Oh, okay. In the local area? Well, he's a big shot. It, it, worldwide, but oh, he, he lives okay. in Atlanta or Charlotte, so oh, somewhere okay. here. I but you. I recognize them. I got you. So got Gary Swanson's his guy. name. Big, Gary big, Swanson. big wig. Okay, yeah, cool. So. I was just I was just in Chicago with NDS. We were doing some training. Met a uh, national guy, Paul Arnett, and uh, okay. there was another gentleman there named Hurt. I can't remember his last name, but he was with Site One, so, so wealth of knowledge. So, TJ, you said you're in, it's called Crestville? Crest, Crestview. Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Yep, yep, Crestview. And to go to the beach, it's 30 miles? Yeah, about 30 minutes. 30 yeah. minutes, but okay. But it is about 30 miles, yeah. Yeah, okay. straight shot down uh, 85, Niceville, and uh, yeah, okay. you're straight there. Niceville, I've stayed in Niceville mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Niceville, I was about 30 minutes from the beach? No, no, you're about 15 minutes. 15, okay. Yeah, yeah. straight shot over the Mid-Bay Bridge, and then, yeah, you're right there. Yeah, I stayed at the New Hampton Inn there. It was in Niceville. Okay, yeah. It was, it was next to a bridge. Yeah, that's our service area, Niceville, Blue Water Bay. Yeah, beautiful area, growing area, yeah. People are starting to spread out. Destin's becoming more of a tourist population, uh, you know, kind of hustle bustle. So, yeah. People. So that 38, that's that's a highway, right? 30. It is, yeah. A's, and mm-hmm. then that is Destin along that route or? Yeah, that's more known as the beaches of South Walton. So Destin's in Okaloosa County. And when you travel into uh, 30A, now you're in Walton County. So okay. the beaches of South Walton, people People always know the 30A, uh, red red beach umbrellas. Yeah, that that travels in, goes, uh, exits out into Inlet Beach, which will take you right at the uh, entrance going into Panama City. Okay. Yep. I'm learning my geography on the show. TJ gets a lot of criticism. So so Destin is east or west of 38 or it's right on it. West. Yeah. No, west. Yeah. Okay. Destin's, Destin's in Okaloosa County. So. Okay. So yep. West. Mm-hmm. And then what, what are the other big... Uh, uh, tourism cities along the ah well I mean you can start from Pensacola you know Pensacola, Pensacola okay, that's where yeah. your bookkeeper's out of so, yeah Megan yeah, yeah. and Joey Coberly yeah so if you go back to the west you could say Pensacola Beach uh, Fort Walton Beach mm-hmm. Destin 
And then you have South Walton area and then Panama City. So, okay. Yep. Yeah. Those are all the major ones. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. What do you think? And I know you're probably biased, but what do you think the best one is? We'll get to landscaping here in a minute, friends. But I, <laughs> I love the Gulf of Mexico and that like TJ knows, but like everyone from Atlanta, that's where everyone goes on vacation. So it's Absolutely. like Pensacola, Panama City, Destin, all of these spots. So I want to get some inside information here so I don't waste <laughs> waste a good vacation. So you can find the best B- Airbnb, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say Destin, you know, Okaloosa okay. County. That's our service area. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a great area. I imagine it's got to be big money down there. Yeah, it's not really in our routine maintenance service area. You know, we'll do landscape jobs down there, but... Uh, you know, time is money. Traffic is detrimental down there. So we try to stay away. We kind of hone in in the Crestview, Niceville, uh, Blue Water Bay area. That's that's our that's kind of our geography of where we stay. What's the uh, climate like? Because I've been down there on spring breaks to Destin mm-hmm. and it was but chilly cold. I mean, I was expecting to have my <laughs> coconut oil out. And like, yeah, I was living in Ohio at the time and we we're all pumped up like spring break in Florida. Yeah. And we get yeah. down there and you have to wear like a hoodie on the beach yeah. and you're freezing. So and that was spring break. That was mid-March. Yeah, it's still pretty chilly. We came down from Athens, Ohio. We didn't know. And we were all yeah. pumped up and it was we couldn't take our shirt. There's always that one guy that. <laughs> <laughs> takes his shirt off, but it's so, it might've been like 63 degrees, but the wind off the Gulf of Mexico was freezing. Yeah. The wind and the water temperature, it's, it's still pretty cold. So yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's about the same climate here in Atlanta, you know, yeah, it's not much different. So I want to get water over so, the so, so April is when it starts really, when we have the master's golf tournament, the for kind of beginning of April every year, that's kind of the week that it's low 70s consistently and then from there on out it's they right. call it hot lana oh yeah yeah so yeah. april's kind of when it's beach That's weather it starts picking up yeah yeah absolutely right so, so with the fire service job and paramedic what's your what's your service area there just destin yeah oh, okay. no I, I work for the destin fire control district okay. so yeah we're we just just that stretch of beach from marler bridge to the county line where i was telling you that enters into walton county yeah that's technically south walton so yeah, we have a very small, small service area, but it's very densely populated. Obviously, the population and, you know, it, it grows in the summertime. So we have three stations. We have a waterfront station down by Marler Bridge, uh, you know, that that houses uh, our, our fire boat. We do a lot of water rescue calls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us some stories about yeah. that. Ah, uh, Crab Island. Yeah. If you've never heard of Crab Island. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's like Mardi Gras in the water. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. A lot of drunken debauchery out there. So Man. so people yeah. just drown? Yeah. I mean, they yeah. drink and drown? Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of water rescue calls. Yep. Yep. We're uh, directly across Crab Island from the Coast Guard station. So we work we work with the Coast Guard a lot uh, on water rescue calls. So, but yeah, that station houses, houses Boat 9. Um, and then we have our main station off of Airport Road. That's Station 9. That's where I'm housed out of. Uh, and then Station 10, that's where we also have a beach patrol. So we have lifeguards. So we have a beach division. Uh, we put lifeguards on the beach all summer long, uh, pretty much, I think, until the end of October. So, okay. Yeah. So a little vacation to Atlanta for you. Do you bring your wife? No, yeah. Oh, you, I you, thought you were bringing you, your wife. No, you said that. My wife works in banking, so she works oh. banker's hours. I know. I heard you say that on your, your previous podcast. Yeah, I thought you yeah, were bringing her. So, no, I would have loved to. Yeah, but no, this was just strictly business. Yeah, come up here, see what Sync Live's about. Come talk to you guys. and We uh, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, we're getting things set up. We'll have speaking all day tomorrow. 
um, a whole bunch. Of, I just was talking with Mario over there. He's one of the mm-hmm. top architects in Atlanta that's designed a lot of the Atlanta landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be one of the speakers. So, yeah, really yeah, looking forward to, to learning from some of the great minds in the industry. I'm not sure if Gary Sorensen speaking, the guy that I saw, but he's uh, Site One's one of the biggest supply, you know, mm-hmm. uh, suppliers in the Atlanta. And I see old Gary. Yeah, I was Roaming just around. I was just talking to uh, some of the landscape lighting guys. That's that's kind of something we're trying to really hone in this year is landscape lighting, drainage work, yeah. uh, kind of to incorporate into our uh, landscape installation. So next up is landscape design. I've been really working towards that, trying to find a software that'll work for our business. So uh, you know, I know I'd spoke with you about. You know, the the Kohler event that's coming up, I thought I was going to have to cancel. I felt terrible. I was like, oh, no, you called me and you're like, hey, what's going on? I was like, I got to make this thing. So, yes, Jamie's happy. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Esser, she's the she's putting it all on. And and Kohler, when I say they roll out the red carpet, I mean, they take us around on nice charter buses, the nice restaurants and just uh, uh, wine and dine us. And it's a really nice event for the community. So. By the time you're hearing my voice, it's probably sold out because they can only have 300 or no, pardon me. They can only have 150 people there. So you have to click on the link in the show notes and see if it's if there's a final spot or not. But TJ already got his. I got mine. Jeremiah got his rookie. I know he signed up. He got his. So we're all we're all going to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah, we're pretty pumped about it. I'm excited to bring Dave. Like I said, uh, Dave's my right hand man. He's my brother in law. You know, we're we're a small man show. So, uh, but uh, we're we're trying to trying to grow, grow, grow. Yeah. And um, you know, learn all we can. You know, I mean, that's that's the name of the game. You know, I mean, stay living, keep learning, always growing, never slowing. I mean, that's that's what you got to do. So. Yeah. Well, TJ, I know a lot of guys want to learn from you because we have a lot of people in the the fire services and, and law enforcement that are content with their career and want to f- cross the finish line. I know like state trooper, sure. uh, I think 55 is kind of where you got to, they, yeah. they boot you out. <laughs> yeah. But but, yeah. but most of those guys, you're not going to talk them to quit their job and go full-time in lawn care, but there's got to be a balance of that, that dual career. So speak what you've learned 23 years now running a budding business where you got a lot of customers tj was just on his phone he's like spring yeah. rush man i gotta i know yeah you were juggle it all. Me. you're like where are you at i'm like we all we all want to interview you man we got we when i say we have a, a i like, know you got the lineup over yeah here, so we so. just want to put you down the lineup and, yeah. and everyone wants to hear your story but what have you learned about the crazy balancing how do you balance it man time management you know i mean i think with any fireman paramedic emt or law enforcement officer we're all you know we're, we're used to working second jobs i mean you know obviously when you first start in your career the pay is not lucrative you do it for the benefits you you do it for the enjoyment but as you grow and as you stay in it you know obviously you've got a little more skin in the game you know so um it's tough you know i mean i've always worked a second job i've done so many things outside of this i've shared on the podcast before and very humble, very grateful, enjoy my life. Uh, but, you know, I really enjoy being an entrepreneur. You know, I've become obsessed with it, I guess, you know, and it's just neat to create and grow something that you have total control over and see how you can help people, you know, outside of what you normally do helping people. So when, when someone comes to you in the world of lawn care and landscape and it seems like an emergency, it's just like, we got this. Come on. This is easy peasy. We got this. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like anything else. Time management, being diligent with your time, focusing on things that matter and, um, you know, just just it, it's it's really just time management, you know, and and having systems in your business, you know, whether it's a great CRM like Jobber. I mean, we use Jobber. I know you are sponsored by Jobber, but uh, they're a great CRM. They really help us with time management. Um, Say that louder. You got the competition yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Is that the competition? Yeah. Who's, the, who's the competition? Um, yeah, you can't I, say them. Can't, can't say them. I'm exclusive. We'll talk off. There's another CRM three feet from TJ. So okay. uh, we are proudly sponsored by Jobber. Yeah. So <laughs> we used Jobber. And I know uh, another thing when uh, you and I had first made contact, you had tried to call and I was in the transition of a phone system. That was fantastic for us. Okay. Uh, we had to go to a phone system. My phone was ringing off the hook nonstop, 24-7, Monday through Sunday. And uh, I said, you know, this is it. We've got to get, we've got to, we got to bring these leads in, funnel them in, and we got to direct customers. So uh, we had to go to a VOIP phone system. So uh, I won't say the company, but we have a great company that we use. You can shout yeah. them out. So yeah, it's Grasshopper. We utilize okay. Grasshopper. So there you go. It's great. You have extensions. Do you um, have a promo code, TJ? No, I don't okay. have a promo code. I'm, I'm not <laughs> teach famous. Teach you how to like podcast. I know, right? Promo yeah. code TJ. Promo code Greenview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holler at your boy, Grasshopper. <laughs> so no, it it that has been number one. You know. Know, um, just just time management. It, it's and then balance. You have to balance your life. You know, it can't all be work. So, well, if I yeah. lived in Destin, I don't think I'd have any problem with work life balance. <laughs> Although, when I go visit my sister, they live in Charleston, South Carolina, so it's okay. not white sandy beaches, emerald water like our friends in Destin. Yeah. That's a cool area. But like they live, uh, you can ride your bicycle to the beach. Yeah, but yeah. like to take a car. Like on a Saturday or whatever, it's like, forget about it. The yeah, traffic. It. Yeah. And so it's like, even though you can like smell the w water from their house and, and you can ride a bicycle there, this is the traffic. It's like barely goes. I'm sure it's the same way. It it's does the same it. way. Yeah. Highway 98 becomes a gridlock. Yeah. Really? Yep. Absolutely. So you so. like if you and you want to take your wife, do you have children, TJ? No, no kids. Yeah. If you want to take your wife to the beach, like how do you have to plan that? around traffic or you, we don't go to the beach okay <laughs> we stay away from the beach really yeah no we we have a little boat man we like i mean the area i live in is so diverse not only do you have the beach the white sandy beaches we have a lot of creeks rivers springs clear water um you know like I, i've got a lot of guys that i relate to in the in this industry that are friends that love hunting you know they're big into that i mean our, our area is so diverse so that's just another great thing about the area that, you know, I mean, just, just. So because of the traffic, you don't, you don't even go on that gridlock. To no, no, I stay out of Destin. I go to Destin every third day when I'm on shift and I try to stay out of there unless my wife drags me shopping. So. <laughs> okay. Where do you shop down in Destin? I don't shop. She shops. So, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, you got Destin Commons. Uh, I, I really prefer just to go to Pensacola. It's a short hop on the interstate. It's about 45 minutes. So um, I'd prefer to go over there. Go to, go Have to you ever Pensacola. heard of a company in 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 um, Pensacola called Footbridge Media? They build websites. Mm, no, never heard of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm investigating them. I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay. looking for a new website company to promote. Okay, and so they're the best one that I've found so far, and I'm just trying to get as much research on them as possible. But they're from Pensacola, so okay, yeah, we use. Uh, is it okay? Yeah, shout use? yeah. You can shout out anything other than Jobbers Competition. Yeah. Okay, so. I got you. Did you hit the mute? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. And, and we like to we like to favor our friends at Lowe's Home Improvement. So yeah, yeah. Okay, if, if you I shop at you. the other one, 
Well, you're, 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 you're right there. Yeah, no, we shop at Lowe's. That's all, there we, you have. Go. That's That's all we have in Crestview. You want to know where the so pros shop? The Lowe's. pros shop at Lowe's. Pros shop at Lowe's. Okay, shout out your website. Uh, we use Badgerland Marketing. So okay. a lot of people uh, that follow uh, the community and social media know who... Uh, uh, Gosh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Everyone knows Packard. him though. Gene Packard on, on oh, he's, YouTube. Yeah, he's, what's his uh, first name? I can't remember now. That's the Packard. guy down in Florida that's always mad at everyone. Yeah, he's always he's always ticked off about something. But okay, see, I Wisconsin. used to watch YouTube all the time. Yeah, and this guy was hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm a uh, I'm a producer, not a consumer, so I don't watch much social media. Mm -hmm. I, I produce it, but I don't watch it. Yeah, but back in the day when I watched it, GI Packard, man. Yeah, G G Packard. G Packard. Is it Gary or George? George. Family Lawn and Landscape was yeah. his company, and, and yeah. then he had a sidekick, and they were from Wisconsin, but then they came down to Florida, and they those guys were hilarious. Yeah, they hilarious. were a good follow, but no, I'm early on. Uh, when I knew nothing about nothing, you know, I just knew we needed a website. You got to mention uh, the nailer. You watch that guy. Okay. Nailer <laughs> does them. So I actually, I, I just, I mean, one night I was doing some office work and I was like, I got to get a website. So um, I had heard him mention some things about websites. So I, I emailed him and he instantly responded and he's like, this is who we use. We used to use that guy. Don't use him. He sucks. I'll never, you know, da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, thank you for the referral. So Contacted Badgerland Marketing and uh, yeah, Troy uh, Troy York is who we work with. He has a partner named Gary. Troy's great, so uh, you know they've done fantastic for our SEO. And uh, of course, it's been a lot of work on my own on the back end with the Google reviews and tying it all together. But uh, but yeah, we've been with them, still with them. And uh, matter of fact, we're working on a bunch of uh, website updates. So. And they're very affordable, so maybe I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> they're very affordable. So, uh, but yeah, they 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 work for us for sure. Nice. How's the email marketing coming along? We did a coaching call and and yeah. uh, eventually we figured out how Mailchimp works. So. Right, man. Yeah, gave me a lot of nuggets on that and the hyperlink. Uh, yeah, you threw me for a curveball with that, but we got it working. Yeah, no, no, gave me gave me a lot of great nuggets. So, uh, yeah, I, I started building out a lot of campaigns. Still working, you know, kind of as we we mold into different avenues in business. But uh, yeah, we're working on it. It was great. So shout out, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So you you're you're consistently sending out emails now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we've got it linked up with Jobber. That's the great thing with Jobber is everything's integrated. So there you go. as soon as somebody reaches and it all ties back to your website. So, you know, get a get a website, get it uh, integrated with Jobber, mm -hmm. get your contact form on there. So it's just that marketing funnel. Everything comes together. So even if we don't sell that client uh, on whatever that specific services that they initially requested, mm -hmm. you know, you've got them in there, you've, you know, they're going to see you in, in, in the inbox when, when you start sending those campaigns out through MailChimp. So yeah, it works great. So absolutely. What, what's your goals for the future? Ah, goals for the future. We're really trying to drive down maintenance. Uh, our maintenance went through the roof and kind of got chaotic. Like I said, we're a two man band and, uh, you know, I was doing it all on my own for a long time. And, um, you know, when things started growing and, and scaling, you know, again, getting back to that, that time management work-life balance, I said, this is just getting too chaotic. I can't manage all this. And, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, David, he moved down from Georgia and uh, brought him on full-time in the company. And like I said, I mean, he's owner's mentality. I mean, he takes it just like I take it and uh, goes above and beyond. So, um, you know, we really started growing more into the landscape. I think the lawn maintenance is great. It's a great introduction into this industry, but uh, 
you know, if you're not wanting to grow five, six, seven man trucks, I think, uh, you know, you got to find a balance. You got to find the best clients, you know, that have the most profit, that want the most services, and that also want additional services that your company provides. So that's what we're focusing on. Um, last year, we purchased an ASB skid steer. That's gotten us out of having to rent equipment because, mm -hmm. you know, our rental line item was going through the roof. And I said, this just makes sense if we're going to continue down this path. Mm -hmm. We've also started, um, you know, I think I heard Jeremiah mention it, you know, uh, you know, collaboration is key, collaborating with other contractors in our area. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have a tight knit group of contractors that I sub with. And so on larger projects, because it's tough to find employees right now. You know, you're just really? not going to find. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> breaking news. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, with, that's kind of our focus now. We're really trying to drive down our recurring services, saturate them with the highest profitable clients. What, what are those um, profitable services for you, TJ? Uh, as far as what Along we Along the landscape side. Yeah. Like those upsells. What do you, what's your sweet spot? What, what's your ideal customer? Well, sod installation, okay. landscape installation, irrigation installation, although we're not a licensed irrigation contractor, but that's a sub we use. We have a great subcontractor. Um, matter of fact, he's a guy that I was introduced into this industry in 25 years ago. Um, he ran a huge lawn maintenance company mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just full circle, come back and, uh, you know, he was he was doing irrigation. So we tied in with him and, uh, you know, another local guy in our area. Uh, he does weed control fertilization. That's his specialty. So just finding these contractors that have those special niches that we can all collaborate and work together with and, um, you know, move towards a common goal. So what kind of type, uh, types of turf do you have in Destin area? Uh, uh, we, I would say the same thing we, you guys have here with the exception. I think you guys kind of trickle into the fescue. It's all warm season turf. We have, we Zoysia. only have Bermuda and Zoysia predominantly here in Atlanta, but do, yeah. do you guys have St. Augustine and centipede and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Centipede. That's what we call builders grade grass. That's when they okay. go in and make a neighborhood. It's the cheapest grass. We, we try to push away from that. I mean, okay. we will install it if a customer wants it, but we're up What's front. What's St. Augustine? St. Augustine, it's a thicker, coarser blade grass. Um, it's been around for a long time. It is still popular with the older clientele because they know what St. Augustine is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, St. Augustine's one of those grasses that's, um, you know, it, 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 it's it's kind of dying out. It really Why is. Why is that? Yeah, it's just not as weed resistant as it used to be. It's not as pest resistant as it used to be. Um, yeah, it's just not as dense, you know, I mean. We push zoysia. Zoysia okay. is the best grass, I think, in, in my personal opinion. Uh, it's really dense. It's really weed uh, preventative as far as the density of the turf. It's really, you know, pest. You don't you don't see a lot of pests like you do with the St. Augustine chinch bugs in August time. You know, I'm sure you guys battle the same pest that we have down there. So, yeah, zoysia's picking up a ton of when i started in 2011 it was bermuda was everywhere really but what's happened it well actually there was even a little bit of fescue back i mean mm -hmm. in the 90s atlanta actually had a lot of fescue really but then bermuda took over but as the trees grew up and everything just kind of goes if mm -hmm. you don't have six seven eight hours of sunlight that bermuda starts to really yeah. uh, stress out here in atlanta so zoysia has just Taking over. Take every, every new yeah. thing is, is zoysia, zoysia, zoysia. And then there's all these different, um, Xeon and then Emerald and then Zenith. And like, there's 
Yeah. I, I, you need an encyclopedia to keep up of all the, yeah. the various um, types of Xeon. So when I hear about centipede and St. Augustine, I just, I don't, I've not seen it enough to know this stuff. So, yeah. so you're telling me centipede is cheap. Stay away from. That's but wait, wait, You can't even yeah. buy. If you go to a sod farm here that you only get to pick Bermuda or Zoysia. That's it. That's yeah. all you guys have here. Who's your uh, vendors or? Well, the, the best. The, this we is Warner Turf. Warner Turf. Yeah. Warner Landscape, I guess, is what they're called now. But yeah, it used to be Warner the Turf. The best company in Atlanta. And this is a mom and pop. Mm-hmm. So they're called Atlanta Turf Grass and they're in Alpharetta. Okay. And so they get their They have a sod farm in Alabama, but they just have great customer service. Mm-hmm. They're phenomenal. I used to use Super Sod and they're so big and they... Their customer service could improve. I'll, I'll, I'll be kind. I think they all can. Yeah, yeah. Warner can too. We've had our ups and downs with them, but yeah. you know they've had a, a changing of the guard. So, but uh, but yeah. anyway, like if you if you're in Atlanta, I know most people use Super Sod because they're just convenient and big. But over right. in Alpharetta, Atlanta Turf Grass, um, off Exit Twelve, McFarland Parkway, those guys are absolutely great. Yeah, but predominantly you only have zoysia and, and um, Bermuda to work with. But when I go to Florida, I, I rarely see zoysia. Uh, I oh, think it's I, everywhere. I, I think well, I know, but I, I don't. I usually see. Yeah. I think it's probably the Saint Augustine. What's the difference between Saint Augustine and, and centipede? Because it's fat grass I see down there. Yeah, Saint August, Augustine is, is is a thicker, coarser blade, and okay. it's more shade tolerant. So if we have clients that have a oh. lot of shade. Um, that's about the only time I'll push St. Augustine. You know, I mean, first I'll push, hey, get rid of these trees, but right. uh, yeah, limit up wanting, a little bit, especially if they're wanting maintenance because then we got to clean all them leaves up. But uh, yeah, if they have a lot of shade, St. Augustine's more shade tolerant. So. How many um, hours of sunlight does St. Augustine need? I don't know. Uh, I'd have to get my book out. <laughs> you put me okay. on the spot there. So uh, it doesn't require as much as. Um, Bermuda, Zoysia, or Centipede. So, yeah. Yeah, Zoysia can handle a little more shade than Bermuda here. Mm-hmm. Zoysia, I believe it's Zoysia Empire is supposed to be the more shade-tolerant cultivar. We have Empire and we have Palisades. Um, I think I saw an email from Warner that they're going to be introducing the Emerald, I think, but we don't okay. get the Z on. That's okay. the golf course, uh, oh, yeah. real fine blade that they're starting to use on golf courses. Yeah. yeah. We don't have that in our hardiness zone. Not that I've seen yet. Okay. So. so I got it now, Florida friends. <laughs> St. Augustine is is good in the shade and it's thicker. Yep. Centipede, stay away from. And cheap, Zo- cheap. Zoysia's king if you have enough sunlight. Yeah. Is that about fair for my uh, Florida turf yeah. grass education? I'm learning. Put man. it in the comments. <laughs> yeah, comment below. What's well, been cool comment doing below. this podcast, learning from so many different regions and, and it's just very different and I love traveling and seeing your guys different things but I guess St. Augustine I've seen it when I go to Florida it's that thick it's real thick yeah yeah, yeah a lot of the old people will call it crabgrass for some reason I don't know where that terminology came in but I hate this crabgrass why, do they, why don't they like it I, I, I they just don't I don't know some some don't yeah I think it's mostly the people that uh relocate down from the north yeah oh, they're used you. to the fescue kentucky blue well sometimes tj they come down here and they're like hey we want fescue and i said no you don't no you don't that's a cool season turf. it looks nice <laughs> in ohio and in yeah. kentucky and in michigan or wherever y'all come from mm-hmm. but it's night when it's 92 degrees three weeks in a row it's smoked it it, it looks <laughs> yeah horrible yeah I can it imagine. gets all kind of fungus and when i was a rookie i would do that made the mistake i did <laughs> i had three uh fescue yards back to back to back and and they all look like crap and then 
Yeah. Made me look bad. And eventually I'm like, okay. Then you had to call Russell Skipper and that year. I did call him. <laughs> Russell Skipper. I, I did. He <laughs> know, if he's listening, he knows exactly <laughs> what yard I'm talking about. It had all kind of fungus and it was brown. And I said, fix this. And he said, yeah, get, go get some Roundup glyphosate. Spray the whole yard. And resod. Yank it out and put some zoysia back there. See, I'm a friend of the show. I listen. <laughs> I literally called Russell and asked him about that backyard. And one time... Um, I actually went and got this green. This was before this was popular on social media. Now I see guys spray painting dormant grass green. Right. Yeah. But no one was doing that back in no. a decade ago. So I went to Helena. They sell all kind of products. And I was like, hey, right. I got a customer that's really mad at me. And I showed them all these pictures. And they're like, well, just spray paint it green. They'll never know. <laughs> so I did. Oh, and man. it was like blue. And it looked even worse. And the guy's like, you know, started cussing at me. What the heck is this, lip- Stick on a pig. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, fescue in, in warm season uh, areas, geographical areas. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, all right, TJ, we covered a lot of ground here. Is there anything we're leaving out that you want to share with my audience? Man, I really can't think of anything. It's it's good to be here. Good to see you finally in person. I know you and I have talked a lot, uh, email, and uh, we did some coaching calls, which was great. And, uh, you know, we did the... Uh, Budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines, uh, workshops, that's great. You went through that with PayJack. Yeah. How did that go? Fantastic. Great. Yeah, we had a 40% revenue increase last year, and uh, yeah, it really, really opened my eyes. Like I said, you know, I mean, I went into it. I had a a really good idea, you know, I mean, my my 12th grade math, uh, you know, but uh, John's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a a true teacher, and... um, he just has a passion for it. So mm-hmm. he's, he's definitely a numbers nerd, but uh, that's a good thing. Not, not in a bad context, but uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. It really, really opened my eyes to some avenues that I really wasn't thinking about. What, so. what specifically did open your eyes to? Uh, well, paying myself, uh, which I'll, I'll admit on the podcast, I haven't really paid myself yet because, um, you know, I mean, I have a, a great job, you know, I have a great job with the fire service and, not to say that Greenview Services is a hobby by any means, but I have a vision. I have a timeline, and I just don't think it's timeline to pay me yet. I mean, yeah, I've taken some small distributions and things like that. And, you know, the business affords me to do things, fun things like this, you know, to come here, uh, meet you guys, talk to you guys, network, meet a lot of national vendors and stuff like that that are outside of our regional area. Um, and uh, But uh, we're getting there, you know, we're getting there for sure. So... Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Have you heard about the new course Paul created? Hey, this is Cody with Lightspeed Social Agency. Paul and I collaborated to bring you the ultimate lawn care marketing course. It's finally available after months of work. We both put in all of our expertise when it comes to growing your lawn care business. We'll tell you how to spend your marketing dollars wisely, build powerhouse Facebook and Instagram campaigns, sell while you sleep with automation, and so much more. The ultimate lawn care marketing course is available now on greenindustrypodcast.com. 
Are you tired of struggling to explain price increases to your clients? Look no further. The Green Industry Podcast has got you covered with our price increase letter template. Simply download, customize, and effectively communicate your price adjustments with ease. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com today and take control of your pricing strategy. Let's uh, tie this. (laughs) Circling back to Pensacola, Florida, where my bookkeepers are, Mm -hmm. Megan and Joey, they have a ton of clients all across America. And I asked them, I said, Joey, what what are you seeing? Because all their clients own landscaping businesses. Uh, Jeremiah is one of their clients. Right. And they said the most alarming thing to me is guys aren't paying themselves a a set. Like if you were to just do fire services full time and you had to hire a TJ. Right. To do what you're doing now, mm-hmm. what would you have to pay that person? Sure. And 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 um, Joey gets it. He's like, you need to be paying yourself that now. And guys are just willy nilly, like you said, right. taking the the distributions or um, the owners draw, depending on how you're you're set up. So so what's holding you back from getting into that rhythm? Uh, Well, I mean, let me go back. I mean, I have paid myself owner's distribution monthly, very small. I've probably paid myself below what a laborer would make, but I've just got a vision of growth as far as, you know, um, the last two years, a lot of asset accumulation. I knew that, number one, I hated renting equipment. I just couldn't stand it. I could not stand renting equipment. I thought it was the biggest waste of money. I thought it was the biggest waste of time. When you do pick up a piece of equipment, it's broke, it's not right, or, you know, you bring it back and it's got a speck of dust on it, you know, they're they're giving you a hard time about it. So it was just a big hassle. And I said, as soon as I can get away from renting equipment, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I started setting up buckets in the business and and I just thought that that was a way to where I could relieve myself of that stress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as income goes, you know, my bills were paid. My life was fine. Right. You know, I mean, if Greenview went away tomorrow, I would be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not even the case. So Greenview is not my livelihood. You know, it's my passion. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to see it grow. So, you know, that's where uh, we put our nose to the grindstone. We worked hard and we were able to purchase a skid steer or a, a compact track loader. Uh, then, um, you know, another thing was... Um, uh, a sod cutter, you know, mm-hmm. it's just something basic as a sod cutter, but I don't know when the last time you've priced a sod cutter. First off, no. you can't find a decent used one. Next off, the new ones, they're $7,000. So just like anything else, they're expensive. What do you, TJ, yeah. what are you mainly using a sod cutter for? For doing sod installation work. Yeah. Doing sod Like removing the previous grass? Yeah, or what? yeah, for tight areas or for doing enhancement work where okay. there's, there's turf and, you know, the client wants a bed installed or okay. something like that. So, also drainage work. Um, you know, we are we are teamed up with NDS, so we're an NDS contractor for uh, doing drainage work. You can cut the sod out, you know, put your drainage in, put the sod back in. So, yeah. So, so what I hear you saying is because your wife has a steady income, you have a steady income, you've just aggressively been investing in your business to get all your equipment established, paid for, and you're, you're going to pay yourself eventually. Uh, hopefully <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. So a- any plans of selling the business? Or are you going to just keep building it and, and, and eventually run it? Yeah, yeah. I don't have any, I mean, I, I'm growing the business, you know, which you've always heard, you know, you need to grow a business with uh, the mindset, you know, put the systems in place and, and design it to be, sellable, but I don't have any intentions on selling it, you know? Um, 
you know, I'm, I'll be 42 this year. So, you know, I mean, I plan on working at least I'm 55, but, uh, you know, hopefully by the time I'm 49, retire from the fire department. That's kind of my goal. If I can make it that long, we'll see. <laughs> so, and then just work full, full time in your landscaping yeah, business. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah. If I sell it, it'll be Dave's. Dave can have it. So okay. <laughs> if you're listening, Dave, it's yours, buddy. <laughs> Get that SB what, approval. <laughs> what, what's it been like working with family? Ah, uh, man, it's been super easy. Dave's great. Um, you know, I, I look at Dave. I mean, he's just like a brother to me. So it's, it's Dave's easy going. So, and I'm easy going to an extent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, we have not had any problems. So do most of your customers, all your customers know of your other career? Uh, you know, it's not something I readily announce, um, unless it needs to be announced. You know, I don't, I don't use it as a sales pitch by any means. You know, uh, I mean, I want people to know TJ when we're selling work. I want them to know TJ for Greenview services. You okay. know, uh, do I think it could be good? Maybe. I mean, sometimes it could be bad. You know, thinking, well, this guy's got too much going yeah, on. Yeah. You it know, it could what I mean? be bad. So, yeah. How's he going to take care of my lawn if he's got, yeah, he's, he's busy got all, with this? And he's got all these distractions going on. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's not something I readily announce, but, uh, you know, if they bring it up or if they already know, maybe, maybe it was a referral from, from a coworker at the fire department or something. So, but yeah. Great. Well, I really appreciate TJ um, cool. stopping on the show. He's also, you guys can hear him eventually uh, <laughs> on the LCR Media podcast and on the Growing Green podcast. And looking forward to hanging out. Now, you're going to bring Dave to Hattiesburg, Mississippi? Yeah, Dave and I are coming up. Uh, I'm going to be able to stay there the first day to do the networking event. Want to meet Mike Andes, uh, some great other other great speakers there. Yeah, Mike Andes is going to be there. Um, Sean and TQ are going to be there. Yeah, Jason, I want to meet Sean. Jason too, yeah. Krill from uh, Alabama. Yeah, Jason He's Krill. He's going to be there. Another Flor- Floridian. Yeah. Uh, Copper Creek Cuts. Brad yeah. Bear is his yeah. name. Yeah. And then... Um, Naylor Taliaferro is going to be there wherever Naylor went. Yeah, he must be on restroom break. And yeah, then, I met Jason. Jason's a great guy. I went to his first event that he did there in Trussville. So, yeah, okay. Jason's a great guy. Now, we're running yeah. that back next year for, for you, the fourth year of it. We're cool. it's resurrecting. Cool. Yeah. And uh, he actually just called me today. He's going to invite... Alan Hain to be a speaker. Yeah, he Stan- was there that year. Too. Yeah, Stanley Dirt Monkey, Genetic, Keith Kalfis. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of people. So it's going to be a fun time in um, Trustville, Alabama. Yeah, Trustville, Alabama. Yeah, so cool. We'll have to look at it, see if we can get it on the calendar. What What are the it's, dates? It's, it's February 23rd and 24th of 2024. So uh, okay. uh, it, it's not this year. I got gotcha. you. But he, he was doing the event and then everything with uh, COVID, they they didn't do the event mm-hmm. and then post uh covid him and his wife were just like ah you want to do it again it's a lot of hard work to no, I couldn't even to imagine. do everything and they're like oh, yeah maybe next year maybe next year <laughs> and then um he called he recently called me and he's like hey um you know yeah. the, the event's back on <laughs> 2024 february 23rd through 24th cool. and his family owns the um it's a wedding venue wedding venue mm-hmm. so it's like it's really nice yeah so really um nice. that's that's pretty cool because renting out a room like this here in atlanta i i don't know the bill but thousands of dollars oh, this to, place is beautiful to rent uh, yeah. a building out but they he he pays his brother-in-law yeah, uh, yeah. a reasonable <laughs> amount a family discount um, yeah but it's a nice it's a nice venue so uh, mark your calendars for February 23rd, 24th of 2024. So if you're listening to this like a year from now in Trustville, Alabama, we'll have more details on, on that one. So 
Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, now look forward to the Kohler event. Like I was uh, saying, I'm going to I'm going to be up there for the first day for the speakers. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make the tour. I was uh, originally planning on that, but I've got to be in Orlando for some training for the design software we purchased. And I was afraid what it was design uh, software. Did you get uh, landscape pro? Okay. Uh, so it's pretty complex. I've been working through it. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things. It's I, I'm a visual learner. So yeah, if you show me, I'll get it. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, just one of those things got to be there. So I'm leaving from Hattiesburg and, and driving all the way to Orlando. So I got to get up early the next morning. I got quite a hoof. I got you. Well, so. we'll definitely have fun in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'm telling y'all, if you don't register now, it, it will be, uh, they're, they're capping that thing out. So yeah, it looks like a great event. Yeah, totally. All right, TJ. Well, thanks cool. for coming to Atlanta. Where are you staying at? I'm staying right here at the Waverly. So you're oh, okay. you're giving me grief about staying at some fancy hotel. And I was like, well, this is the event. It's right here. Yeah, I don't want to been... drive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, they're staying at the Hyatt House. I'm staying at my own home tonight. So. Yeah, I would too. I'd sleep in my own bed any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Braves fan, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. We were here... Uh, it wasn't last year. I wasn't able to make any games last year. Uh, business was just too busy. But the year before, my wife and I came and uh, we splurged. We were we went to two games. So the first game, we went to the uh, Delta Sky Club. That oh, was wow. awesome. That was a cool, cool thing. And then um, uh, the next game we went to, we sat, we had tickets right behind the dugout. So Chipper Jones was there. And uh, ended up getting on TV. All my buddies from the fire department were calling me. They're like, where are you at? And I'm like, we're in Atlanta at a game. They're like, man, we just saw you on TV. So That's <laughs> it was pretty cool. So yeah. good time. Yeah, good time, man. So we had a blast. So hopefully we'll be able to get back up here and uh, see some more games. We had lunch today, and there's no game going on, but... We had lunch in a restaurant that's connected to the stadium. Mm -hmm. So I went to go to the bathroom and there's no like security because there's no game. But I was right. basically in the stadium. I was like, pretty cool. I'm sure on game day they have like a security guard standing yeah. there. So you, but you could literally like, if you walk out of the bathroom and turn right, I was in the Atlanta Brave Stadium. I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to like take a picture. I was like, I'm waiting to get like, you've never been to a game? I, no, I've been to a game. Oh, have you? But yeah. I didn't realize. Because we came in from the battery into the restaurant. Right. And then I went to the bathroom and then I was like, yeah, I'll just kind of walk around this hallway a little <laughs> bit. Next thing I know, I'm in the concourse that circles the stadium. And I yeah. was like, they have to. It's just like that door's open right there. Is it the Terrapin? Is that the restaurant? I think um, they're in the Chop House right there. I don't know what the name of it was. It's right there at the stadium. But it's literally yeah, you're connected. Talking about. So yeah. It was pretty cool. But I'm a Cleveland Indians fan. So in 1995, I was crying like a little schoolgirl when... uh. <laughs> The Braves, uh, yeah, Greg Maddox and, and uh, John Smoltz and uh, oh, Tom Blavin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. had all these white pitchers that just, they look like nerds and they're the little glasses and they sit there. We had all these high, we had Manny Ramirez and Jim Tomey and <laughs> Albert Bell and all these muscular home run hitters and these nerdy Rays pitchers. Mad Dog Maddox was throwing them down. <laughs> Man, the, once that guy came out in the ninth inning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? You had a closer, pretty good too. I can't remember. Ninety five, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, Greg Maddox actually lives in South Walton. I think he has a house down in South Walton. Now. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, down where you're talking about thirty A. Yeah, yeah, that's a 
popular area for a lot of these country stars, Luke Bryan and uh, Jason Aldean. So, matter of fact, we were actually on a mutual aid call uh, last year and we stepped off the fire truck and Luke Bryan was like, don't mind me. I'm just being a nosy neighbor. And I was like, hey, what's going on, Luke? Yeah, he took a selfie with us and stuff. It was pretty cool. Oh, I'll really? I'll show you eventually. So, yeah, it was pretty is, cool. Is, is Luke Bryan's house on the um, Gulf of Mexico there? Yeah, it's right on the beach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool area. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of cool people. How much are those houses on, like where Luke Bryan lives, that are right on that white sandy beach, emerald water? How much are they? Yeah, because I follow a real estate agent, and she's like showing this house, and it's like and four millions. Oh no, yeah, it's like <laughs> four point eight million dollars. I was like, that thing be like, yeah. How's that thing four point eight million? I mean, it was a nice house, but it wasn't that nice. <laughs> I was like four point eight million dollars. You're not paying for the house. For- you're paying for that white sand. Yeah, four point eight million. So they're like five million and oh, above. Yeah. They're up. Yeah, I don't. You could probably Zillow. There's no telling what they're going for now. So really, yeah, I think Luke has his house for sale. Really, last I saw. How yeah. much you think that one is? Oh, I have no clue. It's not even in my wheelhouse, so I don't even think about it. I'm not living in one cutting grass, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, uh the um houses in Atlanta, it's like you can you can live large. Oh yeah, you know especially I mean? North Atlanta. Oh yeah. yeah. Up where I well not like twenty miles north of where I live, up where Mr. Producer lives, right? You can mm-hmm. live these big old houses and it's like Yeah. Uh living like a king. And a lot of the celebrities live here. I don't listen to Cardi B and uh, all them people. I don't know who she is. Who That's is good. Well, you don't want to know. <laughs> but uh, they all live here. Right. Shaquille O'Neal, you probably know him. Oh, yeah. Shaq. Shaq. Steve Harvey lives up here. I like yeah. Steve Harvey. Family feud. A lot of people live here. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to bust out it. Where are you going to go? The- I have been hearing on your podcast. Where do you want to go? Well, I got, I got my top five would be Florida. Awesome. I'm, I'm investigating it. Gotcha. Um, Alabama, uh, he's trying to recruit me to come to Alabama. Birmingham or Trussville? Well, it's Truss, same area. Trussville probably. Yeah. Um, my sister lives in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. There's Mount Pleasant there. There's um, yeah. There's a lot of little suburbs of Charleston that would might be, might be good. My sister's big money, so she lives in gotcha. Charleston. But I'm, stay I'm, in Georgia, live in Savannah. It's kind of a nice. No, area. I don't like no, Savannah. Don't like Savannah. Let's get no. over there. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Do all my listeners. Wait grass. I don't want to. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. Cover your grass. ears. Yeah. What a what Your a muffs. beautiful historic town, Savannah, right on <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. I, I segued you right into it. In, um, in radio school, I used to work in radio. There, mm-hmm. like the rule number one: never alienate your audience. Never, no. Yeah, you can't do that. So now, yeah. if we had a listener in Savannah, you probably turn me off. Nah, He's, yeah, Mister Producer will take care of it. No, nah, I got to pay him extra to He'll edit this. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know what? I don't even think I've ever been to, I might have been through Savannah one time, but my friend, the lawn care juggernaut, mm-hmm. Kevin Hansen, he, I don't okay. know if you've ever seen him on YouTube. I've heard of it. I've not, I've never watched he, any he of it. He goes and he mows overgrown tall grass. Okay. But he had a really bad experience in uh, uh, um, Savannah where he, someone pulled a gun on him, was chasing him around the street. Yeah, and this he like drove, his wife was in his car. Wow. And his kids. And he like, he was driving down the road trying to get away from this guy. And he called me. He's like, dude, you didn't tell me. <laughs> George is, you know, crazy. I was like, it's not, good man. Night. It's good people. I was like, where are you at? He's like, Savannah, Georgia. I was like, I've never, I don't know. <laughs> so that was the only reason I said that. Juggernaut had a bad experience Goodness. there. Yeah. So, so yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Alabama. Alabama, Florida. A part of Florida. Well, that's why I'm asking you about the climate. Because mm-hmm. 
like my friend, Dr. Frank is from Jupiter. Right. And I, I look at all the temperatures on the things and like right, right now it's like 75, 80 in Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's kind of chilly from what Megan and Joey, when I talked to them, they're like, yeah, I heard you talking to them. I was listening to the podcast where oh, I came. today. So yeah, today. Well, podcast. now they had, yeah. they said it was nice and 75 on that episode. Right. Which we actually recorded last week. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know, our, our weather is bipolar. Uh, I mean, we'll, wintertime, I mean, we, we get cold winters. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that, that Arctic blast thing, whatever came through, I mean, it was, we had temperatures in the teens. I mean, it was, it was cold and that was two or three days. But, you know, you wake up the next morning and then it's, back you know 70 degrees and muggy and humid and so okay um, so would you recommend looking on the the jupiter-ish side or on your side depends on what you want i mean i'm sure you're used to the tax base here in atlanta which i'm i imagine well i don't know if you ever owned a home in this area but i can only imagine what property taxes are so you know our tax base is really cheap you know the, oh, really? the panhandle of florida is a very conservative area um the county i live in i think we have the cheapest millage rate in the entire state so um you know so it, it, i like the area it's a great area i've been there my whole life so i know when you trickle into central south florida you know it's a it's a different part of the state so how you know, so um population uh cultural or less. diversity yeah i mean it's just a it's just a a different yeah you're in a different hardiness zone so yeah i mean it's it's gonna stay pretty warm grass is gonna grow and stay green year-round you know i mean the grass grows i mean we stay in business year-round in our area but we're in hardiness zone eight so uh it um it does go dormant so it's not it's not the same as uh you know central south florida so yeah he said you can't beat trustville traffic no can't beat trustville traffic (laughs) All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rook, you got to interview TJ. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, let me yeah. let me let me finish it before I alienate any more of my listeners. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How can uh, people connect with you, TJ? Uh, man, Facebook, Instagram. We're trying to trying to get more uh, more Instagram reels going. I'm there trying to go. learn all this stuff, so it's it's pretty cool. So. Um, yeah, Greenview Lawn Services. Uh, I believe that's our thing. You put me on the spot there, so. Yeah, Greenview Lawn Services. If you want to email me, uh, info at greenviewlawnservices.com. Uh, our website's greenviewlawnservices.com uh, as well. So, uh, yeah. So, if you're ever looking to go on vacation, yeah. Savannah yeah. or Destin? Yeah. Yeah. Destin. Yeah. I heard, I heard Jeremiah talking that uh, he's bringing his family down. So, yeah, to tell him to bring his little one by the fire station, come see the fire truck. I don't know if he's old enough to. Well, I'll have it. Now, I'm, I'm going down to, to visit. I'm going to investigate this Footbridge Media Company. Okay. Yeah. And um, Give me a shout. Yeah, I might, because then I'm going yeah. to try to interview Megan and Joey. So you're only 30 minutes from there? Yeah, I'm right there. Just right. 30, 40. Well, if you're on I-10, 45 minutes away. But okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll holler at you when I'm in the middle. area. Yeah, we'll do lunch or something. All right. I'm going to let him good. go. I'm going to go let Naylor, Naylor right. podcast with him. So. Cool. Bye. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode.
and thanks for listening.